0: Hello, good afternoon. This is Monique from Neek Speaks, and it is a bleaky Thursday afternoon. Now, I live in South Florida, so most of the times when you listen to my podcast, you might hear me say that it's bleaky because it's South Florida and Fort Lauderdale, and most times it's bleaky. It is summertime. Uh, we have a whole lot of different things that we're processing and dealing with. And in my last podcast, I talked about the idea of what parents will do when kids go back to school and all that. I do hope that th- what was said gave somebody some encouragement because I know it can get real difficult. So today... I actually would not do a back-to-back posting um, of, of my episodes, but this, this I felt, was one of those things that needed to be said. I, I am quite passionate about my podcasts because I only share at the time when I think it's pertinent to share. Uh, it, it might be a blog that I've written because because it, some emotion has been jolted or something that I have noticed. Or if, with regards to my podcast, it might be something that's current, event, or just something that I want to share. So, I... If, if you follow the sequence on my podcast or if you just pick up anyone you you may or may not by now figure out that I'm a Jamaican woman. I, I was born a woman I well I was born a, a baby but you know what I'm saying I was born a female and I currently live as an open uh, lesbian and I am married to a woman and it's legally married and I find it extremely fascinating the ebb and flow of what humans consider um, life choices to be. I I sat down this morning to talk through uh, first I thought about "Mm, I should probably talk through fibroids because I have so many people In my life who have expressed that they have been struggling with um, the issues with having fibroids and then I kind of switched and I figured I'd focus on that by itself and then what what prompted me to say hey I'm doing a podcast on this was just the idea that I am gay because (laughs) I, it, it tickles me how fascinated uh, people who aren't gay get and it's it's one of those things where I and I've said this before there are people who in my life who are completely heterosexual never strayed from their quote unquote path and have absolutely no problem with my life choices or my lifestyle or the fact that I'm married to a woman or anything to do with my bedroom or my heart or my emotions. So if they are going to choose to be my friend, it's going to be a situation where they're choosing to be my friend, not my, um, extracurricular activities or even anything that does not impact them personally. So I, I, I I had reason to talk through this because, and again, like I said, it, it fascinates me. It behooves anyone who is listening now, if you are a prude or if you are worried about uh, the LGBT community and um, or proclivities, please stop listening. So, man and man, woman and woman... Uh, trans man, trans woman, whatever the, the association or the joining or the desire or the interest. I strongly believe that if you, and I've said this many times, if you are not participating directly in these people's affairs, you should not, it should not matter to you if mr Pastorman man tell you it is wrong i understand that he's doing his his due diligence to tell you that it is wrong but i don't think he should lose sleep over it if uh, a parent cares for you and sees that you are going in a way that they don't want you to go with regards to your desire for another human um they might be caught up in arms And they might be all hurt but ultimately again the decision is not the parents so people go back and forth with when should children know what should happen kind of thing and I think children know who they are when they are children and where our minds are are so uh, open to so many different things now than it was before and I think I had spoken one time about my son and how aware he was of himself, and this was years ago, and, and how unaware I was of myself, you know, and nobody teaches you these things because you're not exposed to it, and, and it's not your world and all that, and the world that I'm from was not that, so I I, I was told... You know, years ago that, you know, when I started dating women, I had a, a family member who expressed her disdain and distaste of my desire. And there are many family members who struggle with what I do in my bedroom. I don't lose sleep over it. Because frankly speaking, I really don't give a shit what you do in your bedroom or who you love in. As long as... The, the basic self-actualization elements are there. You, you're getting love. Somebody cares for you. Uh, you're taking care of yourself. You're eating. You are um, earning to some degree. And you are the, the issues that you have are, are the regular issues. You know, from regular to champagne problems. So it's, to me... If a family member a friend um, a co-worker says to me you know I'm gay I'd be like okay well are you happy about that? or if they say to me um, I date only short men okay you happy about it because it really doesn't affect me so I'll tell you about a scenario I, I used to work in a company uh, that Provided me a level of freedom that I don't think I've ever experienced prior to that company I I applaud my CEO and my CFO and all the managers and everybody and all employees because they did not give a shit And if they did I never knew about it and so I was so free In that environment that they actually had a shower for me on a day when my wife would have been well, then my fiance would have been off and it was almost like they they did a marriage for us because even one of the, the, the people, the person at my job did my ceremony. So I was free. There was no indication of, oh my God, the gay girl is coming. Nobody cared. And like I said, if they cared under the quiet, that was kept to them or they kept to themselves. So, but there was respect. And that's another thing. It's it's paramount for for humans to um extend respect for someone who has made life choices because frankly speaking if if in a heterosexual situation you don't like the dude that some woman is marrying, you might flutter and you might carry on, but the long and short of it she's going to marry who she wants to marry. And then you deal. You you stress when they come to family um Reunions and and thanksgivings and whatever meetup that you do, but it ain't your business, and it should be the same for a heterosexual that it is a homosexual that it is for a heterosexual. But unfortunately, you get oh you're not invited. You get oh we don't want to see you around the children and bullshit like that. So, um, I was at work and my role at the time was to do orientation for new hires. So there was a young lady who came and in the meeting, you know, for uh, the, the, the week, it was a week session, not every hour of the day, in the day in the week, but we would see each other every day for the week. And close to the end of the week, we would always have some input, you know, some, apart from learning what they needed to learn to be successful on their jobs, We would also go through personal things because it's within that first week that I get to determine as the uh, corporate trainer, as the person who assess their progress, if they're really doing what they're supposed to be doing, if they're really bringing to the table what they say they do. And so you can find a lot of things about a human, how they respond to um, questions. So... There was one young lady who was there probing and probing and she would ask me different things. And I tried not to get too personal, but certain things can't be hidden. I'm wearing a wedding ring and I'm the type of person, if you say to me, so what does your husband do? I am not going to front. I am not going to be the person to say, well, you know, he does this. And No, I don't have a husband, dear. So be prepared when you ask me these questions, when you make these assumptions that every human... Um, should be following the same trend. Uh, when you ask these questions, ask me, be prepared for the response. So she mentioned something, and then I my response to her was, uh, no, I have a wife, not a husband, and my wife, and I responded. I don't remember what the question was, but I remember that I had to clarify. And so the week passed, and here it was at the end of the week, and she walks into me, and she says... Um, thank you so much for the week, you know, the regular um, courtesies that people extend when training is done, blah de blah And then she said, I appreciate you sharing with me what you said because I am gay and I didn't know how comfortable I could be in this environment being gay. And I'm so sick and tired of having to always out myself in every uh, company that I go to. Every time there's a new job, I find that I have to now relive the concept of telling somebody I'm gay, or you know, um, sharing what I need to be comfortable and all that good stuff. And for me, I I understood where she was coming from. But like I said, the world I was in, how I came out was somebody mentioned I had gotten engaged like maybe about a week after I had gotten the job. And, you know, people talk, they see you with a ring and they ask, oh, my God, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. And I made it very clear I'm not engaged to a man. I'm engaged to a woman. You know, I've been divorced 14 years and now I'm marrying a woman. Now the idea of a human accepting that or oh, you were married to a man and now you're marrying a woman oh my goodness uh, it, it's just bizarre for some people but for her her whole thing was it's like um, I don't want to have to out myself and I and I find that there's a pressure on a on a homosexual person someone in the LGBTQ community to out themselves in situations. Whereas heterosexuals don't have to say, hey, I date men. A a heterosexual woman don't have to declare I date men, you know, because it's the quote unquote accepted status. So I understood her pressures and she felt better knowing that she was in an environment that she could be free. And I said, sweetheart, people around here don't care. I don't know about anything outside of here, but people around here do not care if you're with man or a woman. Now, other arenas, it's not the same. I've had people, you know, silently, you know, come to me and say, so how did you know you were gay? And there are a couple of reasons why people ask that question. One, I would never ask another person how they know they were gay, unless it's my child or maybe my wife, because it affects me. But if I meet another person who says they're gay, I don't care how you knew you were gay. I really don't care. You good with it, I'm good with it. I don't need the details. If somebody said, you know, I only date Indian women, I'm not gonna be like, how did you know you like Indian women? What happened? I don't care. And frankly speaking, nobody should really care apart from the people who are involved. But here we go, this is our society. So, um, Monique, how did you know you were gay? I say how did you know you were straight Oh I just knew it Okay I just knew it uh, But you dated men before I sure the hell did uh, And you got married I sure the hell did uh, So what made you go to women Now <clears throat> For the people who've never swam in The difference between an ocean and a pool A swimmer <clears throat> a, a, a very good swimmer can tell you the difference between swimming in a pool and in the ocean when you're swimming in a pool you got 90% of the time there are lanes um, at home there won't necessarily be lanes but there's a border there's there's um, parameters that you have to stay in you know there are um, restrictions You know, the depth of it is restricted. Some parts uh, happen to be three feet, some parts six. You got the steps, the bars to go in. You have parameters to deal with in a pool. When you go to the ocean, beyond the sand area and you go in, it gets deeper and deeper and wider and wider and bluer and more vast. And the ability to stretch yourself and swim now amidst all the issues that you might be thinking that might be in an ocean that's not in a pool put all that aside I'm talking about the limitations of boundaries as opposed to being free and I felt that is how I felt coming from a heterosexual situation to um, um, to where I am because when I was when, when my first marriage, when I, when I made that decision to get married, I really don't think I made a decision. I just think the decision was just there and it was a natural order of things or whatever. So when I made, when that decision was made and I became married for the first time, it was, it was formidably the thing that I needed to do. So it happened. And I remember being in my marriage ex. Extremely uncomfortable because I couldn't understand what all these people were expressing when they talk about marriage and I was a kid I was a child I I, I mentally I wasn't a child because I think I became an adult before 18 but mentally I was a child but um, chronologically I was a child and 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 I was young, I was I was successful at work, I had friends, I, I had a social life, and the things that people used to say, I never got it. I remember I was watching Golden Girls the other day, yes I watch it every night, and they were talking about Rose was saying, you know, it was years before she learned what made her eyes roll to the back of her head. I was married, my first marriage, and, and no disrespect to my first husband because, I'm sure that he was having the time of his life. I was like, "Okay, this is uh, okay. This uh, all right." I mean, it's so yeah. Okay, this is it. And I just used to hear a lot of people say, "You know, you know, the passion and," and I'm like, "Yeah, but I think I'm missing some." I just felt I was missing something. And I remember, in in my other encounters with humans. Who were of the male species i just felt like they were my friends and i must have said this a thousand times but men always appear to be friends to me more than anything else whether it was a family member i could joke with them or a friend or even a lover they were always my friends like i couldn't see even if it was a situation where we were supposedly dating i couldn't fathom being more than their friends. It's like, even if we are, like I said, having sexual encounters, I'm there like, okay, I hope you're having fun, because sweetheart, I am I'm just here. And I I always felt that there was something missing. So when I expressed to her that I I just always felt there was something missing, and I was like, Okay, I guess this is what it is, you know. And I remember I was working in the bank and I was um, married and a young lady said to me, um, are you married to a man or a woman? I was like, what, how, what, what, where you, like, what do you mean? She's like, Oh, oh I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. You know, um, I just thought you were married to a woman. And I remember going home and just feeling like, say, what now? I couldn't understand it. I didn't know what it meant. It completely fucked me up that afternoon. And I was like, why would anybody say that to me? What, what, what is it that would make somebody... Now, mind you, I've never been exposed to a person who has said to me, I am gay. I didn't know what the hell you know, I was supposed to do in a situation like that. I knew I didn't have a problem with it because I didn't know what it was. I knew, I remember I had, and I told somebody about this and they were laughing at me. I remember there was a couple, a lesbian couple that I learned of afterwards, but at the time when I met them, I didn't know they were. Um, And I was so jovial and happy and, you know, young, you know, as my wife would say, young, dumb and full of calm. I didn't have a clue what was happening around me. And because uh, you, you can't be educated and dumb, so just clear that up. Um, so they came to the bank, and they they used to invite me to lunch, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool, we should go. And I'm sure they're both deceased by now because they were really old then, and this was like mm, 20 years ago and they they came to the bank and and i remember going to lunch with them and they were talking and blah 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 and and it was an age of innocence i was clueless and i i was very married at the time and i went home and i told my husband about it and he's like oh my god that's so cool that you have these little old lady friends yeah and they have they I think they took me to lunch like about three times and all we talk about was, you know, life and this and that and never dawned on me. And they always say, You're such a sweetheart, you're such a sweet darling, you're such a this da-da. That, that. They weren't trying to fuck. And just to make it very clear, not every lesbian wanna sleep with you for the heterosexual people listening. Just like how you don't want every man you see, and just like how you don't want every woman you see, us lesbians don't want every woman we see. Okay? Um, we can both uh, look like as couples. We can both look at a woman and say she's attractive, but that's that's about it. So I don't think they were trying to lay with me. I just think they thought I was gay too, and they were inviting me, just like the other lady thought I was gay. So. At the time, I didn't know. Years after, it dawned on me, and I realized what was happening. But anyway, at the time, I had no clue. After that, there were different encounters that I, did. I had no clue what was happening. And I remember one time, we were um, in the bank balancing. And I said, and someone said to me, we were talking all sorts of shit yeah if if you ever imagine tellers at the end of the shift or at the end of the day we counting money we talking all sorts of shit black women white women indian women tall short everybody was there married single looking everything um uh, i didn't know who was gay or not gay i just know that i was there with them and the question came up if you were To have a threesome, who would it be with? And everybody was like, guy, a guy, a guy. And my response was, a girl. I don't know where that came from. And I said, wait a minute. And they said, Monique, why a girl? And I evaluated my response. And I said, well, frankly speaking, all my life, all I know is dating men. Why would I have a threesome? I have another man in the room. That's like, why? And that's all I could think of. And I remember going home saying it to my husband and he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why try something that you've always already tried? I'm like, yeah, that meant nothing to me. I was just expressing what I thought. So dial it forward. Now I am divorced and my first order of business was to tell a friend of mine, I mean, like I said, 99% of my friends are men, whether they gay, straight, whatever I have a better relationship with men than I have with women and uh, women I'm not married to. Uh, my wife is my best friend and prior to her being my best friend my now married friend was my best friend and I think she probably held the position of best friend for over 20 something years so it's like I don't have like a henna women yakety-yak in my ears I don't do that I'll have humans who um help me be a better person and and vice versa i'll have work friends i'll have sister friends i'll have friends who are near and dear to my heart but it's never a whole cackle lacking of 15 women around me it's normally like two that i really care for you stay in this corner one that i really care for you in that country four that i really care for splattered around me at work kind of thing, but not, not this whole, like if, if there was supposed to be a big wedding, I see women getting married and they have 20 bridesmaids like we're who, but anyway, I digress. So, uh, men typically become my friends and you know, I expressed to him that none I'm no longer married. And um, I wasn't ready to date yet. I was busy being single mom and all that, but I told him, I said, whenever I'm ready to date, when I've gotten all over this, I went into, um, you know, right after a divorce, you want to make sure that your home is fine, your kid is fine, I bought a house, I, you know, just reset my life. And I said, when I start dating fully, uh, I think I'm going to date women for six months Then I'm going to date men for six months. Then I'm going to figure out what I want. Because I was one of those people who got married real young, don't have a clue what my direction should be. And here I am looking towards a life with a child and at that time had never lived alone. And so I thought that was one thing that I should experience just doing something different. Now a lot of people don't come up with that when they get divorced. People want to be ethical sluts. People want to find a mate right away. People want to stay by themselves what they consider to be forever. I was one of those who said I wanted to date a woman. So when I told that to the young lady, and I'm going back to when I, the young lady who asked me, I said, I wanted to date a woman. I wanted to experience something else because my life had always been, I was somebody's child. I was somebody's mother. I was somebody's wife. And I was somebody's something. I never was something for me. And that's something I want to try for me to find out who the hell I am. So my whole thing with, oh, how did you know? I don't think that someone can indoctrinate you to be a lesbian. Because you either know or you don't. I believe that if you follow a particular path, then that's the path that you know, and then you might be exposed to something else. But the exposure doesn't necessarily mean you want to be a part of it. I've seen a lot of things on television that I've been exposed to. I've heard a lot of things on television and, and the internet and, and and associated with people that I've been exposed to. But the Lord knows I'm not trying to try it. I am a Jamaican who's never smoked weed because I can't smoke but nobody can indoctrinate me to smoke weed because it's not something I'm interested in. So I believe just like your sexuality or your interest in something different from what your path has been, someone can indoctrinate you to do a whole lot of things, but I don't believe ultimately that you will take up and say, you know, I wanna be gay. I mean, you might say, I wanna try it, but innately, you're not gonna wanna try it if it's not there. I can't call you over and say, you know what, I'm gay, my wife is gay, can you be gay with us? The only reason you say yes is because you have your own curiosity. Unless my wife and I hold you down in the house and force ourselves upon you, any human who make a decision to say, hey, I want to try something different, they're choosing to try. You know? And so when I see parents say, uh, oh, I mean, every parent should determine when the child gets exposed to certain things, but when a parent say, I don't want you hanging out uh, with gay people because they might make you gay, it's it's not plausible. It's like there was one comment that was made to me that the only reason that my son is gay is because he wants to make me happy. I'm like, say what now? So he's going to be with a man, whatever that is, because I don't know if he's even dating. But he's going to choose to be with a man to make me happy. You know what would make me happy? If he has a great career and he lives his life happy. I don't, and the partner that is with him, man or woman, makes him happy. That's what makes me happy. I wouldn't be saying, you know what, I'm gay so you need to be gay. Oh, hell no. My son came out to me before I came out to him. So I, I don't understand the depth of what people get so caught up with with somebody else's sexuality. So anyway, back to my story. So I, I got into my six months of trying to date, trying to figure out what I like, what I don't like, who I am, all of that. That is a whole soul searching thing that every human has to do for themselves, whether you're heterosexual or not. And I found that after dating women, For six months the dating of six months turned out to be like two women because it's like I don't even know what I'm doing and what I found was and it wasn't based on sex it was based on the energy on my first date and I declare it to people all the time all my time dating men and hanging out with men and being friends with men and all that my first date with a female I knew I was in a safe space. Now, all women aren't nice. All women aren't beautiful. All women aren't heaven. If women do not choose a woman because a man hurt you, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying me personally, in the presence of a woman on a date, felt way more connected than on a date with a guy. On a date with a guy, I felt like, okay, what's next? Kind of. And a date with a woman was a level of fascination. So it was like, think of, like I said, the pool with its boundaries and its limitations as opposed to the ocean, you know? And one of the things as a member of the LGBT community that you learn is everybody has their own story. Everybody has their own idea of who they are and everybody has... Their understanding of who they are and that's what's most important so when somebody says I am who I say I am that is who they believe themselves to be now no one can question who they believe themselves to be beyond them because that's what they feel and that's what they're experiencing but your role as someone who supposedly cares for them is to uh, make peace with it and make it make it be about them and less about you. So I, I tell parents all the time, if your child comes to you and says, I'm gay, it, you know, your first response shouldn't be it's a phase. You might be thinking it's a phase. And you know what, frankly speaking, sometimes it is a phase. But your first response should be to encourage the child that, they should feel comfortable telling you everything. Because uh, a child needs a safe space. A child needs to feel like if, if I'm gay, there is love. If I'm not gay, there is love. Now, you might not go to the events, you might not be at Pride waving the flag, but uh, you're not attacking, uh, kicking them out, um, um, causing them harm or hurting them so much that they hurt themselves. And I think that's one of my biggest issue with uh, people accepting people for what they have expressed that they are, you know, without having them harm themselves. I know men who have transitioned to women. I know women who have transitioned to men. I know little boys who, who have expressed that they're gay and I know little girls who have expressed that they're lesbians. But I know also that on the side of the parent, you're thinking, you're possibly thinking it's a hard life because it is. No one honestly can say it's the easiest life. It is very hard. You lose friends, you lose family members, you lose yourself sometimes, your self-esteem can get shot to hell. You know, there are so many ramifications and some people even lose, lose their lives. You lose your job, you lose... You know your your footing, your standing, your understanding of so many different things when you accept that this is who you are, or when you um, express that this is who you are. So the one thing that I know when when somebody comes out to you, irrespective of who it is, and this is my this is my attempt to guide heterosexual humans in hearing the message when a human adult or child, man, woman, boy or girl, expresses to you that they are not what you expect them to be, or they are out of the quote-unquote norm, remember that they have pondered this way longer than you have. Remember that they have dealt with this within themselves for some time. Remember that it takes courage for them to say, I am who I say that I am. So that that part aside is a big deal. Now, the person hearing it has to process. The person hearing it has to deal the person hearing it is like you know you're coming out to this person the person themselves have to process it and deal with it and and that's your right and you may not like it you may not like it may not enjoy it you might have all these hang-ups about it but not every gay person has been abused not every gay person has been raped not every gay person just turned gay because they hate men not every gay person knew that they were gay from the jump. Not every gay person figured themselves out right away. Some people still trying to figure themselves out. Not every gay person is despicable. Not every gay person is trying to get with you. Not every gay person is a rapist. Not every gay person gives a shit about what you think. So it behooves the heterosexual human where if you can't tolerate, if you don't feel like, you know, that's something that you can process, just don't deal. You know, my philosophy is do no harm. If I can't understand you, then I don't need to bash you. I don't need to hate something I don't understand. You know, and. If you have an offspring that you are creating a situation where you hate them or you have a family member where you, oh my God, I can't deal with you. And I think one of the, my, my, me, I have my, that personal issue is when somebody says to me, I believe in God, I'm a Christian, I love all humans except the gay people. I struggle with that because in the same church. That's hating the gay people. You got the pastor sleeping with sister this and sister that. So you got fornication. You got adultery going on. I mean, I lived it. I've seen it. I've seen it 99 times. I've seen pastors in strip clubs. Uh, Well, versions of strip clubs. I've seen people who cheat. I've seen, uh, like I said, fornication. I've seen these things happening. With the same people who say, well, you know, you're gay and I can't talk to you. I've seen people steal. I've seen people do so much harm to themselves and others. And they turn around, oh, holy, uh, I, you know, these gays. I've seen people who having sex with other, you know, homosexuals go to church and act like, oh, I don't talk to those people. Listen, I've seen a whole lot of mess, you know? So I I think one of the things is mind your business, mind your business that minds you, mind the business that minds you. One, two, uh, if you ain't in my bed, you should be worried about what the hell I'm doing in it. And for the people who are really concerned about what I'm doing in it, I don't know why you should be that concerned, but Maybe you're curious for other reasons, look into it, you know, but of all my relationships that I've ever had with any human, the strongest relationship that I've ever had is the relationship that I have with my wife. The, the, the sexual fragment of homosexuality is literally on the bottom of the list of two humans who come together and say they're getting married. If you were to ask the average uh, heterosexual couple or the average homosexual couple, there are so many things that might be different, but the average lesbian couple is not gonna say, you know, I saw her; she got a fat ass and I just had to have it. 90% of the time, that's not the case. There, there are other things happening. There are other connections happening. Men have lust for each other. Men Men gravitate to each other. But the man who puts the ring on the other man might say, I have a pretty husband and whatever, but there's something else going on that keeps him there. So we're not fiends. We're not running around all um, gay and we want to make the world gay. You know, there are some people who are advocates that they need to be out there um, spreading the word, making sure that there are rights for us. There are people who aren't. You know, there are people who will be at the forefront of so many things and making sure that that people understand what what you know the gay community is about and there are people who don't every person who's declared that they they have a lifestyle that different that's different from you is not a predator you know and i i have family members who just the idea of me being gay, they can't talk to me. You know, they, they can't. They, they don't know how to have a conversation with somebody who's gay. And my whole thing is, who the fuck cares? Because I don't care who you're boning in your bed. You know, they, the idea back in the day, uh, and even now, but when I was growing up, and my wife has been exposed to hearing that too, and a lot of people that we know have been exposed to to, to to that, and even in our um, Wednesday, with some Wednesday meetup, we've talked about it, where people talk about having half a man is better than no man at all, but then there's also the, 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 the concept that Monique, you know, you're going through a phase, a long-ass motherfucking phase, but okay. Um, Monique, you're going through a phase, um, when are you going to get a man, get married and settle down? It's not going to happen. You know, I did it before, tried it, it's like buying some uh, oranges, you tried it, and then you bought apple, and you're like, you know what, I prefer apple, that's it. Simple as that. Um, but the, the part of it that I, I was hinting at, or at getting to, was if, if I'm with a man who cheats on me, hits me every now and again, um, diminish my self-esteem, uh make me feel inadequate um that's better than having a woman this is the understanding that i was exposed to i remember one time um i walked into a and i was dating a male at the time and i walked into a post office and i saw some women standing around and you know they were just talking about picking up their kids and they were waiting in the line and I looked at them from head to toe. Now, I am not fashion forward, I just wear shit that works for me. And um, at the time, I just had on some regular ass, shorts, tennis shoes, t-shirt, regular, post office wear. And they were standing around, They they were wearing their little skirts, dresses, whatever they wear. Um, and they're comfortable mom shoes. And they, they had on their little jewelry, you know, just, just basic jewelry. And they were just standing around talking about picking up the kids. And, nah, nah, nah. and they, weren't, they weren't bothering anybody, you know, they're just living their lives. And I, I remember standing in the post office staring and I almost felt like I was staring into these women's souls. And I, those women looked so unhappy to me. You know, they looked like they had gone through the, 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 the path that was created for them. You, you get older, you get married, you have the kids, you pick up the kids, you go to school, you teach. If you're a teacher, you you go to hospital. If you're a nurse, you you know whatever the, the 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 prescribed career path is, and you come home and you cook your dinner for your husband, and you know because he's king, and blah, blah, blah. and you just go through the routine, and you know that's what we do, and we are, we love it. That's what they looked like, and I remember thinking, there's got to be more to this, because I droned on in my marriage thinking, you know, well, where it's at and mind you, I'm not knocking that lifestyle for a lot of people. That's it. That is heaven. This is, that's the best. That's, you know, they found their, their soulmate. They're happy, you know, they're content, but then there are other people who are living drone lives. And I felt those women were living drone lives because I've met married women with kids who pick up the kids and, and have on comfortable shoes and whatever and when they talk they're as happy as a lark they have joy in their soul They're, you know but those two women in those that post office that they did not give me that energy and I don't believe that every situation is going to be happy all the time but I don't see I don't prescribe to oh I've been married for 40 years and I look like I want to take him out Anytime I any chance I get, and he looked like he don't give a shit if I'm in the room. I believe that the word, and my wife says it all the time, when I tell people that I'm married, I tell them I'm happily married. There's a difference. There's a difference between being married and just running up the year so people can say, oh my God, they've been together so long, as opposed to being happily married. Because if you are married for a year, and for that year, you're, you're the happiest that you've ever been. You know, you're content. You share your, each other's dreams and, and aspirations. And you want to be with each other. And you crave to be with each other. Whether you're gay, straight, I don't care. I would see a one year of happiness over a 10 years. Uh, boy, he did cheat on me one time. Or boy, she stepped out on me one time. Or, oh, that baby ain't mine. Or, um. Uh, he hit me, but I went back. Or he talks about me with his friends. Oh, she stays out late all the time. Oh, so you have all this level of stress that you're dealing with for ten motherfucking years. And after your ten years, you might be able to fraction it off to hmm, six good months. So for me, for me, I will give. Myself to a situation that promotes my joy and my partner's joy over a situation that promotes my stress and diminishes my self-esteem. And if a human is in your space and they're expressing that, listen, I'm the happiest I've ever been and it's not with a man, it's with another woman. Leave the shit alone. Let them be. And if a man is in your presence and he says, "You know what? I'm the happiest I've ever been. Now I'm with a man, not a woman." Leave the shit alone. Now, if they if they unhappy and they're being harmed, that's a completely different thing. But to all my people who aren't really my people, because if you're my people, you get it. So for all the people who are listening, who happen to be heterosexuals, we're not pariahs. We're not predators, we're just happy ass motherfuckers, that's why they call it gay. Because we found something. We found something that's beautiful and not every gay person is happy because of the the different environmental issues that are around us Whether it's a, or a social issue that's around us. Whether it's a, a family member that is harming us or um, a partner that have, may have hurt us or not or the society that won't accept us, something else. But it is difficult to be all of who you are when you have so many negative elements coming in. So for my heterosexual LGBTQ people, I, I caution you to lean towards humans who make you feel better. Lean towards humans that don't make you feel like you should take your life. Lean towards humans who celebrate the fact that you're a good human and not worry about if you're in the bed. Because like I said before, my first time identifying that I wanted to be with a woman had nothing to do with sex. Now, mind you, I ain't saying the sex is bad. The sex is badass, okay? That's another topic. Play with it if you want to. But a man can't do for me what a woman can, that's another story. But anyway, um... And, and for my heterosexual people, just, just let people live, let people live, let people love and let people be themselves and support them by just not harming them.